Hey love, you got your heart on your sleeve, but the shirt on your back's a bit small. Hey you, yeah your colors are changing, the world ain't half bad after all. Na na na. How's it going today? Well, I just walked by my two sweet, precious little girls, and they were playing blackjack. I was like, "What?" I said, "How?" Madeley, she goes, "Man, I got twenty-five. And I looked down on the floor, and they were playing. I could tell they were playing blackjack. I said, "Are you playing blackjack?" And she said, "Yes, yeah, Smithy taught us last night." <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> the things that big brothers <laughs> teach their little sisters. You know, he was babysitting, so good for him. He was interacting. I mean, I guess you know it's a good thing to work on our math skills. She knew it was twenty five, <laughs> so that is true. Um, <laughs> okay, I was going to tell you about the sweetest email, and I haven't responded yet, so I promise it's coming. And I don't remember her name, but it was a, from a listener. And she was referring to the urinal episode Mm -hmm. because she said that she used to live in LA and her and her husband, but boyfriend at the time, like he would come out to visit her. And she said one time they went out somewhere and he went into the bathroom and Dennis Quaid walked in. Oh, he's so cute. I know. Can you imagine though, like... I've never been in a bathroom where somebody famous walked in, but I would not have. There would be nothing cool about me if somebody famous walked in the bathroom. Okay, you know, I, I would lose my mind. First of all, I have. So we'll, I'll tell my story at the end. I have been in a bathroom when a famous person has walked in. But I'm already so intrigued about this email because you said it was sweet. But you also said it was about the urinal. And now we're talking well, I about mean, Dennis was, Quaid. So like, I'm like, like, I'm enjoying the podcast. Like it was sweet like that. Okay. She said she immediately asked him after listening though, like, hey, did he get right next to you in the urinal right beside you? She said he couldn't remember because the whole time he was just like, oh my gosh, that's Dennis Quaid, you know, right beside me. I have so many questions. I need you to respond back to her. And I need you to ask like, as a celebrity, did he use an urinal? Because I could see as a celebrity... You would want privacy. No, I'm pretty sure he used the urinal, but I'll ask her all those (laughs) questions. Right now, if she's listening, she's probably cracking up herself. That is a good question, though. Did he go in the bathroom? Because then, like, now you're Dennis Quaid and your stuff's out. I mean, I get it. And at the age of 2023, in the year of 2023, when everyone has a phone and a camera and a video, and it's not that anybody... I mean, people are weird. So if I'm a celebrity, and especially a man going into a restroom, I'm going inside that stall and shutting the door. I would be the man that always went inside the stall and shut the door, though. I know. We're we're coming from, though, like two women who kind of don't even understand the urinal thing just because we've never done it, right? I I did not think we'd be talking about this again today. Boy, we keep bringing (laughs) up the urinal. (laughs) I am going to ask Tab, if you were a celebrity, would you still go into the urinal? I want to know. I, listen, I only know a bachelor and I'm going to ask him, like, do you, if you go in and feel like you've been recognized, do you go into the stall? I will report back. I'm sure he can't wait for me to call him and ask him about his bathroom habits. I know, Uh, right? The one and only time I've ever seen a celebrity in a bathroom is when we took our kids to Aspen a few years ago and at the Aspen airport, right by baggage claim, I came out of the stall 
And I was washing my hands and Rachel Zoe, you know, the fashion yes. designer, and she's a huge personality. She came out of the stall next to me and came up to the sink next to me and was washing her hands. But she could, she was as fabulous as she appears on TV. I mean, like big fur coat, big sunglasses, big hair, big lipstick. Like she was just lots of jewelry. Even in the Aspen airport bathroom, she was like fabulous washing her hands. I just kept thinking she really is that person that you see on TV. That's funny. You know, it reminds me probably when I looked up from the mirror and saw her in the mirror and then Erica in every day. You know how um, I say this every time I'm at the hairdresser when or the whatever you call that. What do you call that? A salon? A salon. Yeah. You know how when you're looking in the mirror and she's there (laughs) behind you with her hair all done and she has like a fresh full set of makeup. When you come and sit there with your wet hair I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I've never looked worse than when I roll up out of that, that sink thing. Because you, we look like wet dogs, right? Yes. It looks like my, when my grandmother used to bathe her pickanese. That's what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> I always think, why do I not wear like extra makeup? Like, so then when I set up, I'm like, whoa, look at that makeup. But I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just the two of us. But I would assume that I would have had the same similar reaction to me being right next door in the mirror to her. No. Okay. When I looked up in the mirror, if I, because we were both washing our hands and then you know how you just are looking in the mirror at the same time. If yeah. it were like a Crayola color box, Rachel Zoe would have been neon pink, right? Like she would have been this big, bold pink and oh, I no. would have been off white. I, I wouldn't was gonna have even say, were you a white. tan? Uh, yeah, I would. You know, I, white has a crispness and a brightness to it. No, I'm that boring off white that no one ever picks up. You that were was a beige. The crayon color. Yes, I was like beige crayon. Yeah, and she was. I get it. Chartreuse, or you know, she's a bold, yeah. bright color, turquoise. Not me. Oh. Well, I can't wait to hear about our next urinal story next on our next episode <laughs> of the Bestie Breakdown. Yeah. Good times. Good Erica, times. I'm so pumped about today's episode because we're talking about two things I've been training for. Yes. And I've been getting on to you each week because you weren't ready. You weren't ready. No, I've been today's episode, everybody. Maybe you'll care um, more about one part than the other. Maybe uh, Hopefully you'll care about both parts, but I cannot stress to you, I've been training for today. This is the day where I get to talk about two things that I've they were not spur of the moment conversations. I've had to put in time for both of them. Okay, where do you want to go first? Kick it um, off. I want to go first to I tried both Chick-fil-A chicken strips and raising canes. And I'm here to talk about the difference. Okay, we're having the battle of the chicken. And I hope that we're about to also talk about the battle of the sauces. Okay. So I I have been to Chick-fil-A approximately 4 billion times in my life, okay? Yes. But I wanted to do it justice. So I had the strips, which I usually wouldn't get. I would get either I would get the Cobb salad at Chick-fil-A or the original chicken sandwich. Okay? Okay. So I wanted to compare let me start by I've never had raising canes. Canes, plural, canes with a uh, possessive. Yeah, yeah. Canes, I don't know where canes. it started exactly. I mean, we probably should have done a little research, but it's a another popular place that sells just chicken strips, French fries, slaw. I mean, the menu's very limited. It's mostly a chicken place, but we wanted to cover what is the better chicken and the better sauce. For some reason, this has been like a thing. People have wanted 
because you know, and you have this perspective and people, yeah. I must mention, I've never been there. I think Smith has for sure eaten it. I don't even think my other Kensington I know hasn't. I don't think my little girls have ever had it. And I probably, Andrew has it for whatever reason. We're burger people. So I would say a chicken joint is not our go-to, but Smith has had it. He really, really likes it. Everybody, when they found that I had never eaten it, they were like, you have to eat it to compare. It's kind of like, didn't I eat a, I ate Whataburger for this podcast too. I had never had that. Remember back in the olden days, season yeah, two, I, I had, do. you guys made me eat Whataburger and this time I'm having to eat chicken. It was better than ranch ice cream. So at this point, I give me all the chicken. Absolutely. So okay. first what did thing you I think did, of the chicken? well, I went to Kane's menu. Because I wanted okay. to see what I was going to get to compare. It is uh, 0.1 for Chick-fil-A because Kane's menu is so small. Yes. You guys told me it was small, but you didn't tell me it was like so small. Um, so then when I realized really now I'm going to have to have chicken strips. Chicken strips aren't my favorite. I'd rather have a nugget because I think they're crispier. So I got chicken strips one day and then I had Chick-fil-A's chicken strips one day. I got the three. I took a picture of it. I got the yes. three piece that came with fries and that special sauce. Okay. I am going to start with the fries. Okay. I think point one for Chick-fil-A on fries because I like a crispier fry. Okay. What do you think about the fries? I like I uh raisin canes are like a crinkle cut fry, right? Yes. I like those. Um I mean I like both. If I was giving somebody a point, I would vote waffle fries first. So I guess I would give Chick-fil-A the point, but I am I'm a fan of a crinkle cut fry too. I am if I had to rank my fries, I would say the thin crispy McDonald's. Now I know what a burger, Sonic. I want a thin, I want a crispy fry. Mm-hmm. And I think the waffle fry will will be second because it leans more crispy. So point two now for Chick-fil-A. Bigger menu, crispy okay. fry. Sauce-wise, I'm going to give a point to Raising Cane. I love me a Chick-fil-A sauce. But yeah. the sauce was not quite as sweet. It was more savory, and I liked that. Absolutely. So explain the sauce. It's um, it's a like a peppery, savory it kept Most reminding me, sauce. there's a burger place in Texas um, called Hat Creek. And because we're burger people, we'll eat that more often. And it reminds me of Burger Creek. Uh, uh, it reminds me of their hat sauce. Um, at, uh, so I like more savory. I love a Chick-fil-A sauce. Don't get me wrong. But it is more sweet. And so I'm going to say point for Raising Hanes for the peppery, savory sauce. Yes. It even yes. has like flecks of pepper in it. Yes. I also thought portions was better because you got like a like a little gravy cup of it. It was, you know, it was like a bigger. Usually yeah, you're not I getting like, like a ketchup packet yes. version of the Chick-fil-A sauce. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we have two points Chick-fil-A over here, one point Raising Cane. But when it comes to the actual chicken, I thought both of them have good chicken. Now, I mean, it wasn't like the one was bad, but I'm going to give the other point though to Chick-fil-A because it was a crispier chicken. Yeah, I think Chick-fil-A makes the better chicken. Yeah. I, okay, but wait, did you, was your, um, what am I trying to say here? Your, did you get toast with your menu, with your I menu? did, and so, which it looked more like a hot dog bun. If I, like oh. the shape of it. It wasn't like a square. It was more. It wasn't a Texas toast shape? Well, they called Maybe it Texas toast. you got the toast. bottom no, of it. I took a picture like You got the it. bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, it was more a, a rectangular than square. Yeah. I took one bite of that and wasn't interested at all. 
But I'm not, I, like, I'm not a Texas toast person. I mean, I'm not going to eat, sit down, eat bread. So I just, I took one bite and it was not delicious enough to me to even like have a second bite. Okay. So in the end, what did you think? I will probably never have Raisin Cane's ever again. Because not that it was bad. It just didn't, it did not do anything for me. Well, I was like, where, I mean, a Taco Bell does it for me and a cheeseburger and a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I didn't love it. Okay. But the sauce was good. Okay. Why yeah. do people love it? I think for, um, well, I think comparing the two, like with Chick-fil-A, you're just getting chicken and fries. So you're getting a little bit of that, a little something extra with a piece of toast there. Um, I also think a lot of people like chicken strips and fries. You know, I mean, you've said you're burger people. Also, uh-huh. you it's full of gluten, right? Like yeah. you can't have, your family can't go eat there. So it's not even an issue really. But um I think it's like quick. There aren't a lot of questions. If your people, like your kids are into chicken strips and fries, like they would all love it. I've also had, you can get um, the chicken there. I say this word funny, so I'm going to mess it up, but it's called naked, naked chicken and it's not breaded. So it's still fried because that's how they cook everything. It's not like grilled, but there's no breading. So it's just kind of like they dunked it in. Um, so I don't know. I, mean, I like Raisin Cane's. It wasn't bad. I just think like I have, it wasn't, it didn't wow me. And I do think I like a big menu. I like that Chick-fil-A has salads and soups and sandwiches and wraps and breakfast and fruit and uh, mac and cheese. Like it just has like a way big menu. And I I was underwhelmed. Um, I would like to go back. I thought you were about to say some word that was like French or uh, like you were going to say some very complicated word, but the word you said you didn't say well was <laughs> naked. Yeah. But no, I think that's how I normally said it, it because I, hear. you want to say naked? I usually say naked. <laughs> it's like a joke between the four of us because anytime I bring it up, then like they all repeat it. Like, what'd you say? Naked. I don't know why it's how I say it. And it's terrible. It's, um, it is a different kind of naked. Naked is like, if you're naked, like that's a different kind of naked. <laughs> I, you're right. I should have pronounced it the way I did. Naked is just, there's no breading on the chicken tender. Um, if you're naked, like uh, you've partied too hard. And I feel like, like on a... It's a, a completely different situation. Boys in a frat house are naked. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I do think the cane sauce wins. It was down. very good. I liked the cane sauce and I did not like it. I was thrilled you guys were finally suggesting I try something delicious. Better than the ranch ice cream. Yes. Listen to the peacemaker in me. I really wanted it to end up in like a tie. Do you hear me? Like, well, (laughs) the toast though, they should get a point for giving you an extra piece of food. Wait, I'm going to show you a picture of my toast and you tell me if it, it wasn't, again, it was just, um, it was just It reminds me of like the box of Texas toast that you get in the, Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But see, it's not a hot dog bun. Yes, it's rectangular. I'm going to zoom in. It was like, it was fine. I mean, look, my meal there, there's a picture of it, Erica. My meal there was fine. You know what? I already know what I need to do next. I've never had Taco Bueno. That Oh, (laughs) that's where I'm going next. (laughs) I'll get behind that battle of the Taco Bell and Taco Bueno. That's where I'm going next. Okay, so you've had me eating things. Yes. Some delicious, some really gross. You also told me I had, or not had, but you suggested I start watching Ultimate Girls Trip. 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So if you have not seen, it's on Peacock and it's, I guess it's kind of, it's produced or something by Bravo. So it's Bravo Housewives, but they take a couple from random franchises and put them together and send them on a trip. Yes. And it's on its third season. And it's yes. only what ten ep- oh, no six episodes a season six or seven maybe I think I think season two has seven episodes so it's not very many okay. episodes it's not a commitment of twenty five episodes like a whole season no no so you've been watching it from the beginning and you've been talking about it yes and so then you encouraged me to start watching the season that's in progress season three. Yes, and, they're in Thailand. Yes. And so I have never, I've watched Bravo, like housewife shows for 13 years, but I've never watched this. Okay. I love it. I have all sorts of thoughts. My first thought is okay. if you've never watched a housewife show and you're not interested in those Bravo shows, I still think you would like this because it was just fun, quick to watch TV. It's not uh, a big commitment. However, yes. it's not on Bravo. It's on Peacock, yes, it's on which Peacock. does make it a big commitment because you have to have Peacock to watch. Yes, that part is all true. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to tune them out because I don't even watch these shows. If you're just looking for something mindless and set in a beautiful setting where they're doing funny things with, yes, there's some drama, but it's not sad, depressing, hardcore family drama. It's just kind of girl drama. I mean, it's just, it's light. And in this day and age, I'm looking for lightness on TV. So I think it's, it's a fun, easy watch. So you told me uh, that it would be a great idea if I started with season three. So I did, but here's the thing. I was simultaneously also watching season one because I, it made me, it had made me have questions. So I've actually watched season one and three. Because because in season three, I don't watch Real Housewives of Miami or Potomac. So I didn't know these women, but it didn't matter because I still figured out what was happening. They do a great job of like showing you clips from the past. So, I mean, I I caught up really quickly. It almost makes you want to watch those franchises that you haven't watched. Yeah, because I have, I've tried to go back and start watching Potomac, but I'm just, I'm not caught up. But I'm like, that show, Ultimate Girls Trip, makes me want to go back and and see exactly what they're talking about. Yeah. Yes. So I I didn't know those four ladies, but I knew the other what would it be? Three ladies. I knew the, I knew Leah, Heather, and Whitney. So or, and Portia. Oh, and Portia. Yeah, and I knew Portia. So so I you don't have to know all these people. I didn't know half of them, and I, it did. It made me want to watch their um, Bravo shows. But then they were a funny bunch because I felt like these women on season three. Whether they were just acting or it was true, I felt like they were not acknowledging they watched the other shows, almost like we don't know what you're talking about because we don't watch your show. So I thought, I wonder if they behave that way on the other seasons. So that's why I started watching season one because I knew everybody in season one, but I wanted to see if they acted like they knew each other or if they were too good to watch the other show. Because that isn't that, that's the impression I got from season three is like some of those women are, well, I'm too good to watch your show. Okay, I'm glad that you went back and watched season one because, okay, so in season one, they went to Turks and Caicos, right? Yes. Okay, and I feel like in season one, they took kind of the alphas from several of the shows, right? Like Teresa's there, Melissa's there. Um, Kyle's there. Kenya, Kyle. Yeah, kind of the, almost like the leads, so to speak. Yes. 
and put them in Turks. And I feel like there wasn't as much drama. Like they had to play games to bring drama. Like they just weren't there with drama where I feel like, I I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of what you're trying to say, but in Thailand, they weren't so much, I mean, they're all important and famous or whatever, but on their shows, but it, I felt like they came with drama. Like they asked Heather and Whitney who have drama on their own. Like we're going to bring those two together. We're going to bring Giselle and Candace who have drama on their own. Um, we're going to bring Leah who just on her own always brings drama. I just feel like it was a different, like they casted each series very differently in my opinion. Yes. Okay. So that's why I wa- I started watching the other one is because I needed to compare yeah. it because I couldn't figure out, is this always the, it, they're both so fun to watch. I, yeah. I don't even think I could tell you which one I enjoyed more than the other. And I really can't wait to watch the second season in the middle because I really liked both of them. And in one cast, season one, I knew every single person. I've watched every episode they've been on. In this season three, I didn't know half the people, but I found it both as interesting. But yes, I feel like in season one, those women all had, a lot of them knew each other or had talked on the phone or had gone to watch what happens live. Yes, they've had events. So there was drama, but they had this mutual respect for each other and had known each other. And fast forward to season three, and I felt like those women were like, you're on TV too? I've never seen you before. What show were yes. you on? They were so far removed divas. I would say season three had more divas, whether they were putting on airs that they're divas or really are divas, but they were um, they were a fun because their drama, I felt like, came early and came from a place of everybody was alpha where I thought season one, they were just, the drama kind of naturally came organically out of, yeah, their games, things they were doing. Yeah, I feel like they had to bring the drama on purpose because it wasn't in that group setting. Like some of the people became quieter than they ever are on their actual franchise. It was interesting to see like for different reasons. Um, Okay, what about in Thailand? Who's your favorite to watch? The Miami Girls. So I, it makes me want to watch Miami because they were the voice of reasons. Those two women were so funny and they always were calm and allies and together. And they were kind of like the narrator in the background of common sense. While everybody else is losing their mind, they're just being common sense back there. And they, they stuck together where the Salt Lake City girls are bickering and arguing together. And the Potomac girls, too. I thought the same thing. I'm like, okay, I'm glad that they did bring a duo that's getting along on the trip. I've always thought Alexia was so funny. And Marisol. Yes. uh, Even on their season in Miami, I always think she's funny. But I loved Portia. Oh, I loved Portia. All of her her interviews. Yes. Okay, now I can't wait for you to go back and watch season two because... I had the same heartwarming thoughts about Phaedra. Oh, you're gonna fall in love with Phaedra on season two. Portia was amazing. Portia absolutely should be brought back. Just like I know Tamara's on season two, and they did bring Tamara back. I thought Portia was so adorable. I okay, Leah, sweet precious Leah. I get it. I've been there. How many times have you done something you didn't want to do? And it's hard because. I don't have a poker face. As you know, I don't. If I don't want to be doing something, it's very hard for me to pretend like I do want to be doing it. Sometimes I can get my, you have, I have to actually change my mindset and actually want, I can't fake it. I have to get there and think like, I don't want to be doing this, but I'm here. So 
I'm going to have fun. Like I have to, you know, I can't fake it. But I just felt like Leah didn't want to be there at all. Bless her heart. I, know, I felt bad But for she her. signed up for it. I know, I know. But you could just When tell. they offered her the job, she should have backed out. She should have said no. Thank you for offering. Yeah, I... I am assuming that they thought like she brings the drama no matter who she's with, but I don't know. I feel like she should have declined the offer. She didn't even bring drama as much as I just thought she brought like wah, 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 just like sadness or not. You, I just wanted to be like, sweet girl, let's get you a flight home because you don't want to be there and you're just bringing down the mood. Even the New Orleans party that they had, I felt like, you know, I'm sure that before they went, they gave everybody a packing list. Like, we're going to have these events. Yeah. And these are the things that you should pack. Everybody seemed to always be on the same page with their wardrobe for each themed event. But she wasn't wearing a mask. Everybody else had the New Orleans-style masks on. I just felt like she was just wah-wah about everything. I and wonder if she was hired or invited on the trip when everyone else was. Like, was she invited later so she didn't have time to get everything? I mean, that would be interesting to know. It was very much like she was a last minute add on because she didn't seem as invested to be there as the rest of them. Right. So I, I'm looking forward to the next season because yo. that's when there's the big whatever that nobody has talked about with Brandy and Caroline Manzo, right? Yes. And they go to Morocco. Is that correct? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. And then they, Caroline leaves early. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited about it. So, yeah. Yes, I ate some chicken. I'm watching TV. I thought of something else that we should watch together so we could talk about it. Have okay. You heard okay. of the Brooke Shields documentary, Pretty Baby? It's on Hulu. No. I think it just dropped. It's. I feel like she's, she was on the cover of People Magazine. Podcasters have been talking about her. She's kind of been doing a press tour. She's been on, um, I saw, How. I mean, I don't listen to Howard Stern, but I saw that she, Howard Stern just did a big interview with her. And it's about her life because, you know, she was in front of the camera at, I don't know, six months old. She was like a Gerber baby. So her entire life has been in front of the camera and about how maybe she was overly sexualized as a, or she was, not a maybe, she was as a very young child, as a child model. It's supposed to be a really good documentary and she's executive produced it. So it's not like it's about her, but she's removed from it. Okay. Yeah, she had a date with John F. Kennedy Jr. she talks about. And she was married to Andre Agassi. So it's supposed to be really, really, really good. Okay, but again, the only thing complicated about that is now we have to have Peacock. Now oh, we yeah. have to have Hulu. Yeah. We are also watching Netflix yes. and Prime because oh, that's sure. where Daisy Jones is. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. Did you finish Daisy Jones? We talked about this last night. Did you finish it though? You no, I have it. I haven't kept I haven't I'm gonna keep watching. I just haven't. Because I tried to start watching the night agent that you told me to watch. I know. <laughs> Listen, this podcast just we're bossy with each other. You've got to watch this, you've got to watch that, you've got to eat this, you've got to try that. We went to dinner last night, those of you listening. Erica and I went to dinner last night with an, another one of our favorite couple friends. And she told me I had to read a book and she finished it. And I so last night we got home really late. Like yeah. too late for me, but I'm in bed reading my book. Like, because there's so much to do for the podcast. <laughs> I think we got home late because there was this faux, I don't know, what would you call it? It was like a <laughs> decorative wall, but it was lit on the other side. So from where we were sitting, it looked to me like it was still light outside. Because that's where the door was to the yes. entrance of the restaurant. Yes. And it didn't it look like that to you. It just looked like, well, it's still light outside. We were there but a it long wasn't. time. Did we leave yeah. at 11? We got home at 1130? 
I think we got home earlier than that. I think I was in bed at 11. I think we left at 1030. We left at 1030, but we showed up at 630. At this one restaurant. <laughs> we were having a good time. Oh, we, we took were. forever to order. I mean, it was it was so fun. Oh, it was so it was so delicious. Yes. It was that lit wall that confused me though, because I just kept thinking, well, it's still sunny outside. When we were driving to the restaurant, Shay was like, I have a lot of things I could talk to you about, but we've got to save it all for the podcast. So I'm like, okay. So we all pretty much, I mean, the guys were talking, but Shay and I pretty much sat there quietly because we were trying not to say anything that we could say here. I know because I wanted to say, I finished Ultimate Girls Trip today and I had canes for lunch. And now I had things to say. Let's also talk about when you guys came and picked us up. Andrew and I walk out of the house wearing the exact same clothes you and Tab were wearing. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Tab and Andrew had on the same shirt. We were both wearing black with jeans. It was pretty funny. I mean, and it happens quite often. You know how they say you morph into your dog? Well, the slaughters don't have a dog. So they're just, we're morphing into each other. I guess so. Yes. Okay. Do we have some random listener questions for our episode today? Yes. Um, Okay. First question. If you could attend a concert of anybody from the past or present, who would you choose? Michael Jackson. Listen to you. Yes. Okay. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Why? Okay. We're going to, for a moment, set aside the fact that I think he was a probably a real creep in real life. We're going to set all that aside. Okay. Okay. Um, But as a performer and entertainer, I think he is, to use an overused phrase, goat, right? I don't think there's ever been a better entertainer than Michael Jackson. So yes, I think it would be like the most amazing show and with the most amazing music and the dancing. And absolutely, I would say Michael Jackson. Okay, I would go a different route. I would... Do you remember a few years ago when George Strait was having his like farewell tour and in his concert, he kept bringing out all these other famous people who were singing with him? Yes, he brought out... I mean, I'm just throwing out names, but I remember this... Like, like Brad, Brad Paisley, Paisley came out. Maybe even Dolly Parton. Parton. I mean, like, yeah, yes. I think uh-huh. it was like uh-huh. big people also came out. I would choose a concert like that. I think at the time, nobody knew that all these other famous people were going to be walking out. Um, but I would I would pick that. Like George Strait, Garth Brooks, somebody like that who's like, you would know every yes. song they were singing. You would be checking yes or no over here. Yes, and I totally would. And I would be bad. And so, right? Like, yeah. we would have very different thrillers. Yes. Okay, those are both good ones, though. I mean, I yeah. feel like we should have picked the Taylor Swift concert. Well, I mean, I thought about it, but that how lame is that that I didn't just go myself because it was here? Um, okay, here's the other question. Alrighty. What is your favorite perfume to wear? My answer is going to be complicated. Do you have a simple answer? No, because I don't even know the name. I'd have to look it up. What's the pink bottle from Nordstrom that I've really liked? I that's a very nice one. I have it too. It's very our friend Shanna, who we had dinner with last night. Shanna wears Do it. Do you know the name? No. But I it, I enjoy it. It's I'm gonna look so it up. nice. I'll talk. I toggle between different perfumes based on the season. So I love one for fall and winter, and then I like a different scent for summer. I love Atrape, which is a Louis Vuitton scent. That's my very favorite one for winter. And then for summer, I love, and I also like By the Fireplace, a replica scent for winter and fall. And then I like their On the Beach, replicas On the Beach scent for spring and summer. 
I love any sort of salty, like I like a, a salt scent too in spring and summer. You know, what is it? Life, L-Y-F-E. There's a brand I really like. They have a salt scent and I love that scent. I, um, I like both of those replica things since that you just mentioned, but mm-hmm. I feel like they don't last a super long time. They don't, which is why I really do think like the Louis Vuitton, the Atrape Reve one that I love, it will last all day long. You pay more for it, but it lasts yeah. all day long. He has, or they have one too called um, Afternoon Swim and one called on the, just called Beach. And again, they last all day long. But if you just want a one that's less expensive, but smells really great and does last a little bit, those replica yeah. scents are amazing. Um, okay, this is mine. I'm going to really mess yeah. up the name. Perfume... De Marley Delina. Yes, it's the Marley. We'll call it Marley. But it's the yeah, pink, bottle. That. pink bottle. Pink bottle, yes. Bubblegum pink bottle. It smells super so cute. good. It does. It smells so good. Yeah, I love perfume. Do you wear it every day? Uh, usually. You yeah. Yeah. We're perfume people. Yeah. I love a good scent. Okay. Okay. Um, We've been chatting for like 30-ish minutes. Should we wrap it up and tell everybody to have a great day? We'll see them soon. Yes. Do you, have, do you look at your text messages? Our little friend chat has exploded. My computer says it. No, we have two hundred everything off. Like, I can't be right because I'm such a professional that that's what I do while I'm doing this podcast. Shay, you are such a professional. Yes. Okay. Well, it was fun. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Hey, if you have things we can try, things we can talk about, uh, random listener questions, any sort of feedback you want to give us, if you will send us an email at thebestiebreakdown at gmail.com, send us a DM at thebestiebreakdown. Uh, we love reviews. Reviews are fantastic. We should read some reviews next time. Let's do that. We'll read some reviews from, our, from some of our favorite listeners. We love the feedback. It just helps make things super fun for Eric and me. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. The Bestie Breakdown is brought to you by Erica Slaughter and Shay Scholl. It's executive produced by John Reinhardt at Free Dream Studio. And our associate producer is Jane Lemoyne. We love emails. Reach out to us at thebestiebreakdown at gmail.com. I just want to celebrate.